The Damaged Goods Podcast. I was I was hoping you were gonna come over with some burgers. But no, it is yeah, before it. it's before eleven o'clock. Is that too early for burgers, Martin? It's not. I just I'm I'm out. It's you know what? Burgers aren't the first thing in my mind in the morning. It's more so like the brand in general. Yeah. So I was pushing the brand, getting in contact with the designers to try to figure out, okay, what merch can I get printed up? What can I do? So getting in contact with you, like, all right, let's sit down and talk to my man, Jake. He's got a, an amazing podcast. So I'm like, let me, let me sit down and, and chat with Jake. <laughs> you so too like, nice. I just forget about the burgers. It's like almost as a joke, I had this one thing. Like my buddy comes through to the burger spot, right? And I'm yelling out, yo, we got hats, we got merch. Because normally we yell out, we got burgers, we got hot dogs, so the people know that what we're selling. But on this day, as a joke, I was like, we got burgers and hats. And somebody walked by and was like, <clears throat> they're like, yeah, I'll buy a hat. And my man gets out the car and it's like he sees a ghost. He's like, yeah, these fools are really selling, you know, like hats. And so she's like, yeah, let me get a hat and I'll get another hat. And so they left with two hats in that moment. Hell yeah. And it changed my perspective. It was like, yo, I'm selling merch and I'm selling a brand. So mm, yeah. it's like that's enterprising, the, man. So the, the that's the long explanation for okay, why I didn't show up with burgers. <laughs> no, no, I was know, joking. Like, it's too early. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I see like I see you like, you know, obviously I see slang and food and the best smash burgers on this side of the Mississippi, but like I see the merch going, dude. Like when I see posts, I see I see on on the interwebs, on your social media, like everybody. I mean, if you're listening, you can listen with your eyes. I'm sporting a real fresh five panel fryer burger hat, which is a gift courtesy of my guest on Damage Goods this week. He's a, a chef, a CEO, a mastermind, an ambassador of his own brand, Fryer Burger. Um, my man Martin Usher, and, and uh, we're in the state of California, which is like probably the burger capital of the continental United States, the 48. Smash burgers, especially delicious out in Los Angeles. And Martin makes one of the best you'll ever fucking taste in your life, dude. Fryer burger is no joke. Come on now. But see, this is... this is. Oh, yeah, bring that mic in. My cool. bad. Yeah, Look, you, yeah, you good, yeah, baby. Yeah. You good? Get in there. The mic's there. Cool. Mic's there. Look, this is what he's not telling you. While he's having this beautiful conversation with me, smoking <laughs> like, uh, hemp. Uh, cigarettes. Yeah, you can hear it in my voice. I can hear it in his fucking voice. So, like, I haven't got his... Look, thank you for all the, the introduction, but he's smoking hemp cigarettes you know, out of a box shaped like a cigarette box. Yeah, man. Like, baby. Sometimes, like... I'm talking about this the other day. I, I'm, I'm out in this world selling burgers, and I see shit, and I feel like I'm in the future. You know, like, motherfuckers on electric bikes. You know, <laughs> Jake with his with his with his fucking hemp cigarettes and shit. You know, he's like very futuristic. You know, he tries to be a, he tries to be an old school cat. I'm like, look at this shit, man. Like, this I is do. the future, man. You hit the nail on the head. I this do try to future. be an old school cat. This is the future, man. He's stuck in the future, dude. You know what's futuristic about about your burgers? That so I don't even know if you know this about me. I'm I'm kind of a fine purveyor of the delicious treat known as Cheetos. I, I have a weakness for the fucking orange <laughs> dust. I, it, it stems from my my Irish grandmother got me hooked on them. They wouldn't allow any junk, candy, soda, nothing in their house. But this old woman had Cheetos stashed in like where the dishes were kept. So I loved them. And so this is, I don't know when this is, whenever I met Martin and tasted his delicious, delicious <laughs> treats, uh, I saw on the menu that he had like, um, which is very much popular now, hot Cheetos, right? He had hot Cheetos. Cheeto as, dust. Cheeto dust as, as one of the toppings for the smash burgers, which... 
you know, strikes a personal chord with me because I fucking love Cheetos. I actually try to not eat them <laughs> as much as I can. I haven't had any in about e seven days, which is a long run for me. Right. But that's something that I just thought made your like it just elevates your burgers. I mean, you don't have to get them if you want to go old school, kids. Go old school. No, yeah, I needed hot Cheetos on them. And do you like them yourself? Huh. I'm a I don't even do the hot ones really. I do regulars most of the time. Right. I'm a I'm a traditional burger guy, but I know. The streets of L.A. likes shit that's like L.A. You, you know what's popping out there in the streets. And it's not necessarily what's popping. It's just like, okay, when somebody comes to L.A. and they, and they see Hot Cheetos on a burger, it's like, okay, I feel like I'm in Los Angeles. You yeah, know, like, okay. So that's like, it's a part of the branding, you know. And like some days I don't have it out there and then, and I bring out like lobster or when I throw oh, lobster yeah, on a burger. Oh, yeah, just a casual drop there. You know, <laughs> and, and people love it, you know. People throw it on the burger, they get crazy. But it's just like, I'm trying to do things that remind people of, of different spots. Like, yeah. I ain't had lobster since I left. I think the know. lobster burger is a fire touch, too. No, hell yeah. People love that shit. And it's like, it's, it tastes good. Yeah, it tastes incredible. I don't, know, I don't even know what else to say about it. Fryer Burger <laughs> is, is, so, like, Fryer Burger is dope because, um, I mean, it's tasting shit, but it's, it's halal. Yeah. Right? And I know what that is. Uh, maybe you could educate some listeners who might not be aware of that or why it might matter why it makes your your cuisine different all right so let's keep it simple keep it simple you know like please. i don't want to get all you know religion-y yeah. but my wife and i were muslim boom that's Sunni? like Orthodox? Huh? uh see i hate it see i hate when people ask me these questions because i'm like i'm still learning you know like and i'm, I'm not as deeply, I have a lot of like Sunni friends, you know deeply so. tapped in but the reason i say that is you know still a learning process for me so i don't want to get too deep however for the meat and the community which was in palms and culver city it was like there weren't many halal you know wow. options and what i noticed is when i started making halal food for the family and the neighborhood people were hip mm. you know yeah. and like they were like whether well, white Hispanic, Korean, you know, was like, yo, my homie, you know, he's, he eats uh, straight halal. He'll love this spot. And then, you know, you start, okay, let me keep this going, you know, like. And so that's kind of the choice was I was getting tired of driving an hour away, you know, like. Oh, you got Because, yeah, most halal spots are, like, within, the, you know, large, you know, Muslim communities. Yeah, yeah. And so those spots are, like, in the OC and, you know, far out where it's like, man, I'm, I'm not driving yeah. 45 minutes for some shit that's, like, you know, like. Yeah. That's a it's, it's not even it's not even the real deal because you feel like damn. And then I feel conflicted. I'm like, yo, we going out here and these people are feeding my my wife this and this ain't even like you know what I'm saying it was like if if what what's what's the what's what's a, something in Boston that's like the like the, what the lobster roll. Oh, right? lobster roll is great. Yeah, roast beef sandwiches. There's you tons know what of I'm saying? roast treats. beef and it's just like if you had a girl and you, and she was taking you to like the worst roast beef spot, you'd be damn near offended, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? You'd be like, why? Damn, no, nah, baby, I can't let them do you like this. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So that's <laughs> I started <laughs> cooking, and then like just everybody fell in love with it, and I was like, all right, yeah. let me stick to this. No, I feel, I mean uh, in Boston, like I had a. There's a lot of communities that would offer that and not just like, and I lived in New York for a while too and like, you know, a lot of the bodegas of Brooklyn were like Palestinian, Lebanese owned and shit. So, yeah. you know, they're doing turkey bacon and beef bacon and everything's halal. Um, I just like, I noticed that, God, I had been eating your shit for a while that I read, I looked at the fine print and I noticed that. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So you, uh, you're a Los Angeles native, right, Martin? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I love LA. It's in the branding, it's in the clothes. 
arts in the community. Yeah, yeah, what part of cuisine. LA, uh, what parts of LA have you grown up in, lived in? Uh, Slauson, La Brea, South Central. Like that's kind of like where I grew up as a, like mm -hmm. a, I don't know, as, as a, young like man. a young man. And yeah. you know, like, so I saw that area, I was embedded in that area. You know, like not more so the stereotypical things you think of, of it, but like I was immersed in the culture. So South Central and then I was stuck there for a minute, you know, like, but appreciating the art, you know, like I, I came up in the midst of like Nipsey and his, you know, his growth, you know, hung out with him while he created the marathon. Uh, so seeing that, knowing this dude was like five years younger than me, I'm like, yo, this is an area town that I was so semi-embarrassed by growing up to where it's like, yo, let me, en let me enjoy and endure this culture with it, you know, so la like just straight a real true native of la now yeah. this being like it's like a renaissance of food and art you yeah. know and it's like okay yeah i'm i'm a part of that you know That's, like yeah you're definitely contributing so, to it i mean uh, yeah i i like I, I said earlier you know i've known this long before i moved to la that like you know regions of the country have have certain things that they do well and better than others you know what i'm saying like in in, in new england like with seafood or lobster rolls or whole, yeah. whole belly clams whatever you know you're in certain parts of the bayou area you're eating cajun food and gator because they do it really good or whatever and there's a lot of great food in, in southern california but i've always known burgers to be like synonymous with 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 california in general i mean and and then over the last certain amount of years, like I I've got very much into the smash burger style, which is what what fryer burger is, and it's it's my favorite style of burger to eat. But like I mean, there's a there's a grip of them in L.A. right now, and, and it seems like there's always something popping up and or places that were doing the traditional burger and other things, adding smash burgers to their menus to really you know I don't know try to capitalize on what might be like the the hot new trend in it. But how come? Like what? Why? Why do the smash burger thing? Besides the fact that they're fucking the best kind of burgers. Uh, to be honest, I like food a lot. The, <laughs> I do. I love eating. Bro. The answers is is hustle, man. It's like, and I explain this to anybody. It's like smash burger is a seven minute burger. That's that. I thought it would be even quicker. Maybe that, so. Yeah, you're probably I right. I don't know. My timing like, is. Old. You're probably right. You know so. To me, it's a seven-minute burger, whether it's a line or not. You're probably waiting a line five, ten minutes, but when you place your order, your burger's there, what, seven minutes. So yeah. monetarily, it makes sense. You know, mm -hmm. like that's uh, – and if it tastes good, then it's like, yo, stick with it. You know, like mm -hmm. I see guys doing ambitious plates like soul food and and hibachi style, and it's like, yo. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's and a big overhead too, right? You gotta charge people a whole lot of money when it's like street food should be affordable. Even though mm. you know, you're still paying nine, ten bucks for a burger, it's still better than paying twenty five dollars for for I a plate. Paid you know? thirty something dollars at a I don't know what you would call it. It wasn't a hibachi plate, it was up on close, it was up on Venice. It was like I think it was like a lobster tail with like fried rice and something else. Yeah. And it was thirty. Yeah. $38. And you know what? I've never paid that much for a truck <laughs> or a stand in my life, dog. And sadly... That could have been 30 tacos. Right? Sadly, that's probably a good price because it, food is so expensive. Mm. So to me, it's like the happy median is is finding something that's affordable that still like feeds that mm. that comfort. Yeah. And, you know, you like... You just got that there, too. Don't even sweat it, bro. Uh, yeah, you good, baby. My bad, my yeah, bad. Nah, dog, you good. I'm just saying, like... I'm not... We, I'm not uh, breaking a blunt during nah, he's this. Definitely this not. <laughs> <laughs> are you getting... Are you feeling, like... I mean, the burn from... 
inflation affecting yes, like beef yes. prices. I don't, you don't even need to finish. Just say <laughs> in the word inflation. I mean, because yes. you use quality as ingredients from uh, yeah. what I can test. You know, like it started off as an $8 burger. Now I'm close to damn near, you know, 10 bucks. And people look at you crazy, but it's like, yo. I mean, it's, it, everybody's getting beat up. It's getting, and it's, you know what it is? It's gas prices. You know, I just bought an e-bike too. So even though, you know, I got this certain persona, I'm an e-biked out right now. Oh, nice, so. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> you know, you have your vehicle and my vehicle like the same color. Oh, no, I think I saw you in your vehicle and I didn't realize that was you. Yeah, I was screaming at this dude and you just looked at me, but you were, I don't think you like looked at me and I was like screaming. Everyone else looked at me in the street like I was nuts, but you just. No, so, okay, so. Me and, my, me and my homie, he drives Toyota, and I drive Ford, so we have, like, this little, little you know, ba yeah, back and forth uh, <laughs> competition, so I always say, you know, like, if I see him on the road, I'm going to run him off the road and shit, <laughs> oh, you know? friendly. No, so, like, but no, I always notice uh, Toyotas, so, but I don't think I saw you, and then I felt horrible. I was like, oh, damn, I was like, this homie is like, he's always the homie. Jake's the homie. Just remember that. Jake's, is, Mark, Jake's see, the you, homie. if you didn't know Mark was from L.A., you could tell because it's in the fucking voice, dude. Man, and that's, okay, look, I've been dying to have this conversation, so I have, a, I have a theory, man, like, about Jake that I'm like, uh, like, you, I know you got, like, your listeners and shit, but Jake, I, I believe in the town. I think it's real. I it think, is, I mean, it's I based think, on true shit. I believe you look like Ben Affleck, low-key. You know what I'm saying? That's, you know, kudos to the family. I, I listen to the shows. I know you got some good heritage yeah, and shit. You. you know what I'm saying? Like, you look kind of like Ben. You know, like, then I saw the photos. I, I saw the photos with the ladies and the shirt off. I'm like, this motherfucker, Rob Banks, moved to L.A. and was like, I'm going to start a goddamn podcast. <laughs> Yo, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna let you know. Like, I'm from LA. I see through it. A hustler knows a hustler, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I wasn't robbing banks. But I did get in a little bit of a, li a lot of bit of trouble. You know, being out here, you're further away from <laughs> the temptations and the the realms and family members and friends that might keep you or lure you back into more trouble. And sometimes a physical distance is the only way. Nah, yeah. Um, if I wish I robbed the banks though, because then I could find <laughs> more podcast equipment. We've been in a Super Six studio right now. This is the man. Let the people know this is the the Super Six studio, man. <laughs> Dude, I'm coughing all my lungs up. Yeah, he's got, we call that baby Yo, baby lungs This is a good ad LA. for those hemp cigarettes I was smoking, <laughs> right, kids? Yo, um, I, I was telling Martin this before the podcast. Like, you know, every guest on here works in the arts. Some are like musicians, some manage musicians, some are painters, writers, whatever. Martin is the second chef I've had on because I look at cooking as a fucking art form. I, I admire it so much. You know, I worked in a kitchen as a prep cook and a dishwasher, but... I mean, I have family members. My cousin's a really good chef. He's got his own restaurant. I, like, I love the art form of it. I love to eat, but I, I love to cook myself. Yeah. I mean, I cooked fucking last night. I had this really <laughs> nice golden sole. I did like Italian-style golden sole with like Come a lem on. Meyer lemon caper garlic butter sauce over polenta cakes, Parmesan polenta cakes. And Hold some on, wait, pause, tomatoes. pause, pause. See, people don't, people don't know about polenta, man. It's they delicious. Keep, they keep... It's Italian. If you're Italian, I, look, you I, know. Like I see my homies... On Instagram, they post like shrimp and grits, and I immediately call them up like, "Yo, we gotta, we gotta introduce you to polenta." Oh, you know, like it's the best. So I'll continue, man. Yeah, no, but it's, polenta is great if you don't want to eat rice or pasta. It's some starchy, like could be a starchy substitute for that. But I, my point is, I love fucking cooking. I, my girl cooks. I love the art form of it, so I like always want to have more chefs on. And I, you know, I don't know a ton of them. Uh, you know, knowing you, it's, it's I know a all the. You need some chefs. 
I got some you chefs for you. We have to do a whole chef week, bro. Uh, yeah, we you, got we chefs. We could do a cooking podcast. And yeah, I'm at a whole podcast. Look, that's what I'm saying. When, we I, when I going. was young, I, I thought, you know, uh, that would be a pretty cool job. And I worked, you know, in the summer as a prep cook, but it was like, oh, the dishwasher ain't show up. Now you're washing dishes. And it was hot and whatever, you know, in there in the summer. And I was like, yeah, maybe, you know. And, I, and then I obviously didn't become a chef because I got into other shit. But I always really admired it because of the creativity that you get. And and it's like when you see somebody eat your burgers or whatever the chef is making, and they're happy as fucking loving it. It's I imagine it's a similar feeling when someone reads one of my books or listens to a podcast or if you make music and people like your songs. It's got to be a very gratifying feeling. But how did you get lured into yourself into the chef realm, into um, the cooking realm? All right, so I have so much respect for chefs that I don't consider myself a chef. Oh, you know, but I get I, I get down. So like you know consider myself a really good cook Incredible. um i was in the film and that wasn't rewarding but i started like were you acting directing writing i was writing directing i sold you know okay. a, t- a tv show so i did every okay. i did everything okay. i did everything in beats but it felt horrible you know like i did production work as a pa that sucked i got in the camera that was brutal, you know. Then I started writing, did viral shit that blew up. Then that wasn't like what it needed to be. Then you know, worked as a screenwriter. That wasn't as rewarding. And then like fought for money, fought for money, and and I saw I took a job because I was didn't have money. So I took a job as a field producer directing cooking shows. And what I saw with these guys were like the most successful uh, cooks or chefs. Were, I mean, I'm sorry. The cooks were more successful than some of the chefs I would meet because they just had a passion for one particular thing and they opened up a restaurant and just did it. And through the process, they learned, you know, how to become a better chef or, you know, business. How'd you get that that producing for that that show? How'd you get that uh, gig? That I, sounds like a hard one to land. It's, they're they're hard jobs to land, so I don't want to sound okay, like. Okay. Oh yeah. If you don't want to let the cat out the bag, yeah, tell me yeah. the secret off air. I came. I came Sorry, up kids, through the grind. The magic must be known to the wizards only. Uh. I don't wish the film world on any human being. So that's that's what I that's what I'll say. Um, Hollywood is, is relentlessly brutal. I relentlessly I relentlessly got in. Like honestly, there's a certain hustle that that comes with people from out of town, and I started paying attention to people who were from out of town. And me as an LA kid, I'm just so lax that I start noticing these guys are doing cutthroat things to figure it out. And yeah. I got into the film business by like you know, I was training a kid in basketball and his dad happened to be a composer he asked me if I needed a job for the summer I said yeah and then he sent me to Lithuania for like three months to oh, film shit. to be a grip on a on a at Zwick film so I say that huh no yeah 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 hit the whole you, you, no, no, you know you know you smoking a, a bougie ass smoking you fucking you know, no, you can take bong rips on air if you want Jake taking smoking uh, hemp cigs man I was like I'm afraid to pass him the blunt man <laughs> but no like so I kind of got in through like a struck a, a strike of luck and and I say this it's like you got to really like you got to really see it. You got to know see some people. See the opportunity too, though, where you capitalize on it. Capitalize you it. You got to see it, it and have full on humility mm. and kind of like. Say that one part one more time. Loud. Full on humility. No, Ooh. no foolish Ooh, pride. That's a real harsh truth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you get through it. And like what I, I went through the process, but I kept leaping from group to group because I was like ambitious. I didn't want to be like a assistant director. I didn't want to be a camera assistant. I wanted to be a film director or 
in my mind without vocalizing it i wanted to be an actor or a writer and through that process was like, okay i gotta go to this level this level and a lot of my homies were in the went to film school so i had so much humility i would listen to what books they would tell me to read and mm -hmm. i would be like okay let's go buy that book and read the whole shit you know like and apply these things to the game and i'm actually working on these prestigious sets where it's like okay i'm learning yeah. something so i met a lot of people and you know through another strike of humility i was like okay who do who do i am to think that i should just deserve certain jobs you know like mm. this is an amazing job field producing let me take this gig i took it and i saw these cooks having fun enjoying life yeah, you know like like i wouldn't get a thank you for an entire season of hard work but i would see these cooks get like a hundred thank yous in in an hour just for serving mm, good food yeah and guess who was they made the same amount of money that I made in that day for their work. Fuck yeah. And I was like, yo, I think I need to get out this business, you know, like, because I get down. Like, I, I, I know how to cook. I just got to either get better at it and figure out the business inside of it. And and then that's kind of how I fell into it, you know. So, that's ill. And then, like, I got hella skill sets in film. So I was like, oh, let me just apply this shit to the prom Oh, to, like, know, the marketing and the, the branding aspect. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even think about that. I mean, your branding is ill. You've got all this merch. Like, if you were lucky enough, depending on where you're strolling on a certain night in Los Angeles, you come by a fryer burger stand, not only are you going to see, like, this dude's got, and he got, like, groupies and shit. He's got, like, young ladies hanging out, buying, stuffing their pretty young faces with burgers, <laughs> just grease ripping all over their nails. But, like, you know, you've got people rocking, like, the beanies and the fucking hats and the shit. It's, like, it's dope. And then, like, the way you put it on, like, you know, social media and shit, it, it does have, now... Knowing, I didn't know all this film background about you, but yeah. it, it makes quite a lot of sense, you know? You need a, If you got a strong background in hard work, you can get out there and do it your own business, and that's what I personally believe in. And, you know, food for me is just unfortunate, you know, to have that as an avenue. But, like, yeah, bro, it's, it's good. We have a whole vibe out there. Like, it's more than – I've been pumping the images of the yeah. clothing even harder than the food because yeah. it's, like – People come and chill. They come by. And you definitely look like you're having fun. I think that's important to see. Whatever the art someone's doing is having fun. So when I see you cooking, like you're smiling the way you interact with people. And it's not corny and aggressive. It's, it's very much you. But you're having fun. I think that sells your food a lot too because people are like, oh, this guy's enjoying it. No, we're having fun, man. I think we're having a whole lot of fun. We're enjoying ourselves. It's like we're fortunate to be on Venice, you know, like Boulevard. Mm -hmm in a time where we can do this you know like like i said before the pandemic i wouldn't have had the humility to get out there and be like oh yo i'm about to sell burgers on the street corner and this whole process of like okay the i didn't have work a year prior to the pandemic i don't have work throughout the pandemic and it's like all right i still gotta feed myself and you know like i gotta do something when i started flipping burgers it was like yo there's so much more i can do with this this yeah. business you know and this brand man it's fun, yeah, we had some vibe out there, bro. Like I said, like people come by and just chat. They just come, like yeah. they don't even buy burgers. It's like, yo, and I see that they, they, <laughs> they actually need it. They need yeah. that moment just to kick yeah. it because it's like, it's like a little burger verse, you know, like yeah. of people who I see every single day. They exist in this little realm like that. These are the guys who go to the, to go work out today. These are the guys who, you know, they're walking, you know, uh, they're walking with their, you know, boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, you know, they choose to walk with like, my bad, you know. I'm still, yeah, you know, uh, I'm, I'm still street, you know. Yeah, so I'm yeah, still yeah. understand how to be, want, how to be proper, you know. Like, yeah, I saw you, but uh, you know, yeah. Hit oh, yeah. this, hit this. So I mean, yeah. like, you know, I, when, you, when you go to a restaurant, 
you know, you might have a fantastic meal and you might say, oh, like kudos to the chef or tell, tell the, to say to the waiter, tell the chef like that was incredible. But you don't really get to interact with them where when you're doing like a pop-up stand or a food truck or something, like what you're doing, you're accessible to, to the patrons eating. You're yeah. not like this mysterious guy in the back room they don't get to see. And so I think that's kind of personalizes the food. Like, you know, I go in and get a, I'm stranger, not Jake. I'm like Billy Joe John. That's <laughs> my, my alias when I was robbing banks. <laughs> when right. I'm Billy Joe oh, John yeah. and I come and I have a burger from Martin and it's delicious, a delicious fry burger. But then I also have a cool interaction with you. I'm like, you know what? Not only did the food taste good, but I like this motherfucker. <laughs> it makes you want to go back. Like, I mean, I'll go to a restaurant and eat something that's mind-blowingly good, but if I feel disrespected by the person running it or the staff or something, I'm the kind of dude who I won't go back no matter how good it is. Right. And I will go back more hard because I like that motherfucker. I like the place. I like the way they roll, the way they handle the business, the way they operate as a human being. No, yeah. I, I, mean, I appreciate that you see that. Uh, I think that's the... That's the goal when we try to transition is to figure out, okay, how do we transition into a spot, a, pro a proper location, and not lose that, you yeah, know, like, that personable. because that's half as, you know, 99% of what's selling that burger is just the interaction, and then, like, you you it. selling yourself right first, and then you're selling the burgers. For sure, and I saw and that. the lobster tails and the Cheeto You know, like, exactly, so exactly, so but yourself. I know you're a hip-hop head, so, like, yeah. when I was a kid, I just remember seeing these rap artists, like, it was like, oh, if I could meet these guys, like I gotta meet these guys. And I remember the first person I saw was like the DOC. I don't know if yeah, you remember. Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, I do. I'm old as shit. I'm 40 years old. And so, like, just that image, that cool, that swagger. You know, a guy that I was like, yo, when I get older, I want to look like this fool. You know, like, you know, whatever happened. You know, it's tragic. He got in the car accident. It's old hip hop history. Yeah, but rolled up his vocal cords, his larynx, I believe. But what I noticed was like people like to see and feel that. LA image that vibe and I feel like it's been lost like it's nowhere else in business and Fryerburger's that little you know like that four or five hour window of like let's go let's go feel that good energy that LA vibe you know yeah. like the fashion you know the look the slang you know like when as I kick it with you like I get to kick it with somebody from Boston it's like damn this shit feels like culture you know like yeah. it feels like the real culture chilling for an hour you know like so that's what Fryerburger for me is like, all right, I get to be a part of the culture. I get yeah. to soak up what people actually like, what they do for, you know, a living, what you know, how they work out, you know, like yeah, what, what's really all the vibes. Yep. Mastering. I uh I, I like I am I'm still kinda tripping on your film pass because like I, I, I'm not a snob about anything. Food, music, like, I, I'm cool with anything, but I fucking, I love film, and I am I am kind of snob about that. I took some film classes. I didn't go to film school, per se, but, Let's like, go. I just, I was like, damn, dude, this dude's got this ill cinematic background, and you wanted to, you wanted to be a filmmaker. It's not like you just wanted to only be an actor, and not shitting on actors, but, like, you clearly have an understanding, a respect, and a, a love for, for the, the whole craft of, of making films. That's, I don't right. know, I'm still tripping off that, because, I didn't know that about you, and I think that's intriguing, uh, yeah. especially when it applies to what you do now as a cook. Who do you who like? What kind of films or directors made you even want to get into film? All right, because so, it's hard. It's a hard one to be making films. Okay, so uh, I got to simplify things, like, but because I'm dumb, Martin. Is that no, what no, 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 no. Because I feel like <laughs> we can go in on this deep ass I, conversation I of like you, you know like glorious filmmaking and what inspired me. But honestly. I got in trouble my sophomore year because I wasn't showing up to my art class 
because I, I told the teacher I had fall basketball, which extended for the whole year. Which is true. No, yes, he's balling on these motherfuckers. Yeah, but so I was hooping on. I was hooping back in the day. You know, like shout out. You know, like Crossroads, Santa Monica. We won championships. Okay. But uh, on the real, like so, the dean found out and was like, "Yo, you can't skip classes. You got to take a class to make up for for this." So he stuffed me in a film class, and I was like, "Oh shit, this is dope." And so that intrigued me about film, but I didn't realize how much like higher education of film I was getting. I was learning genres, I was learning lighting, all kind of crazy stuff that I didn't realize most people just weren't getting at their high schools and stuff. So oh, yeah, I, this is all in high school. That's pretty ill. Like, in high school. You take film classes in high school. That's some L.A. shit right and then, there. Yeah, well, some real L.A. shit was when I got sent off to college, it was like my parents were like, yo, you're going into business management. And so I was like, all right, whatever. So I took that. So it was something I couldn't really take serious. Yeah. But my homies were all at like NYU and you know, Tisch, USC, and these prestigious film school, schools because yeah. they had this thought process from early, like it, like their parents directed them towards yeah. that. And so, like I said, with those same insecurities, like, I'm about to learn this shit, dude. Like, they would mention, like, yo, we just watch films and, and oh, watch the film twice and then listen to the fucking director's commentary. I love doing that. And dude. then I was like, that's all you guys do? He's like, yeah, that's all we're really doing right now. I'm like, all right, I can do that shit, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like, so, <laughs> you know, so, like, you know, what books you guys reading? Oh, you know, like, we're reading fucking, uh, you know, uh, what's the dope one? I'm about to give up some science. Um, Save the Cat. You familiar with Save the Cat? No. Man, it's a lot of industry people. Me, it's a lot of industry people are going to kill me for this, but Save the Cat is, is basically the ABC to writing a, a script. And it simplifies it for you. You can relight this too, oh, man. Right, my right. bad. Yeah. You know, like. We, do we have the same lighter? So I'm sitting over here, pausing your conversation. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking over here at this gray lighter. Martin's hand is like, no doubt when the podcast over, this motherfucker better not steal my lighter because I just <laughs> bought it yesterday. It turns out we just have like a similar gray lighter. Now I have one and he has one. Because, you know, I'm, I'm the, sorry, I'm you get notorious. a brand new one, it's tough. I'm a, I'm a lighter thief. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, I think it just happens to be that there's like a magnet in our hands and one in a lighter, and that's just the way it goes. My fault. Anyway, the, the, um, the cat joint. Break it Save down. the cat. Save the cat. If you are trying to get in the film, you're in it, or you're trying to perfect your skills, save the cat. Uh, Blake Snyder, I believe, is the writer. He did the movie. He wrote the movie uh, Blank Check. So it's like his... His little, you know, like ode to glory. So <clears throat> it's basically the by minute, by like minute seven, you got to have certain things done. By minute 15, you got to have certain things done, you know, like. Like establishing elements of the story, you mean? Yeah, certain elements of the story. And it simplifies it so much to where it's like, I don't even want to get into it, but yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. anyone can pick it up and be like, yo, I, by the end of this, I can write a movie. And he literally writes it in a, in a like a conversation piece where it's like, yo, I know you know how to write a movie now, but just finish out the book with me, you know? Yeah. like. And by the time you get to the end of the book, it's like, I can write a film. So, you know, that's how I kind of like learned the science of stuff is like listening to these guys from, you know, these prestigious schools telling me like, yo, you should, you know, I'm reading this. Yeah. And then I'm like, yo, I can, like Damn. I said, I can, I can read, I know how to read, you know? So, yeah. you know, like, and I'm I hope so. I just gave you a copy of my new book. I yeah, we got to read this. That's and the I, easiest book. To and read. I'm on these dope film sets. So it's like, <laughs> you know, I'm watching people apply these. You know, these talents, you know, like to stuff. And I'm like, all right. So I'm writing scripts on the back of sides. Oh, are, you know, which are like, I don't know if you know, people know what sides are, but they're like the days, whatever we're shooting for the day is in script form. 
And so on the back of that, I would just like write my thoughts and like, you know, you get, yeah, you, yeah. you know, you're chilling. You're I love being on one job, really working on another passion that you have on the side, Bro, using their time to work on your craft. Everything Fuck. that's been profitable for me happened while I was on the set of another job. Like I got my first writer's job, you know, uh, on a show off of some scripts that I'd written on the back of some sides while I was as a, while I was a production assistant, while I was working as a production assistant, so. And would you like put those on on the paper and send them? Nah, to so I did I did some gangster shit. So like, yes. <laughs> which is so for. dope. I hit my homie up and was like, "Yo, I'm taking pictures of some of some like on the back of my sides of like a script I wrote out, and I need you to like type this out for me, send it back to me in script format so I can email it and they'll send them in." And you just had like the email contacts. But I feel like that's the hardest thing is obtaining those contacts. Well, it was like it was my homie that we came up in the viral world. You know, I did this. I did a couple projects that like you know like helped. You know, like I don't want to say helped, but we, I did some projects that like did really well. So it positioned him to get some jobs that were like, yo, oh, okay. we toss you a bone. And I was yeah. ready for the jobs at that point in time. You yeah. know, so you know like. When I got in the gigs, I still had to like prove, okay, like I need some writing from you so I can say this is what you do. Mm. And I was like, all right, well, you know, I ain't had shit. I've been chilling the whole fucking <laughs> summer, you know, like making shorts and shit. But I knew the craft, and I was like, all right, I can get this shit done. I wrote a bunch of stuff on back on the back of like a script, you know, like and then took pictures of it, sent it to my homie. He typed it up, sent it back to me, and then we sent him in, and you know, I I got that job, you know, like you know, like I. Uh, so, <clears throat> I don't know why I brought that up, but it was like, yo. Oh, I think I asked you. <laughs> yeah, so, like, with film, I was always fortunate enough to be within a network to work on, like, some dope jobs. Mm. But then, like, I had a, enough insight to, like, all right, there's ways to hustle this yeah. shit, you know, like. But a portion of, like, transitioning into food was I got into a place where I couldn't figure out how to make more money or to make money at all doing film. You know, it was like, mm. and I was bumping my head with the industry in the sense of, like, I don't know how to crack this industry. I don't know how to profit off of it. You know, I feel like I've plateaued at it. I've done everything that an individual would, would write home about, but I can't figure out how to make consistent money. So it was like, let me try food. And I think within the first month, I had a day where I cracked and I made enough. I made the same amount of money in that one day as I made on a day. I don't even know if this makes sense. How can I put this? I made a lot of money in one day, and basically it took 10 years working in film to make that same rate. Oh, I see what you mean. And I yeah, was yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, so you feel like it found essentially like um, you saw what was working real early in yeah. the cooking game. And I was like... I, I, yeah, you follow that usually. I mean, who wouldn't? Because you're like, damn, it. you had a, a natural talent for it at, at some level. Yeah, you know? for sure. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. Like, And then like anybody who's been a part of a different game, you know what I can, what I'm suggesting, you're from Boston, man, yeah. like... You saw you start seeing it come in in tens and twenties and tens and twenties and it's just like yo, the food game is good, man. Like this yeah. reminds me of like some other shit, you know, like you know, yeah, not to yeah, get yeah, too yeah, intricate, yeah. but it feels like it feels like yeah, fucking. No, I know what you're <laughs> yeah, I smell your cologne, yeah, and and it's you know food is kind of like an inelastic in, in good. Like people always need to eat. Yeah. Right? Now, depending on what it is, now maybe everyone can't eat caviar or they can't always get like a lobster tail on the burger, but you know what you're providing is something that's. It's affordable, so whether people are, are happy, sad, poor, rich, good economic times or bad economic times, people got to eat. It's like milk. It's like cigarettes. It's, you know, things people depend on. So if you're, if you're making food of, of um, in a range like where it's still affordable for people, they're going to come eat with you no matter what's happening. You know what I'm saying? No, it's got to be affordable, but it's like you got to make your money too because 
we're out here setting up. We're out here, you know, like showing, you know, mad love. And so, yeah, like, I, it, you know, like it's good it's good food you got to push good food and and you got to you got to have great service and then you got to expect you know like okay we're doing a civil duty you know like to for these people so they can enjoy themselves like you know it's, it's 10 bucks you know like and and that's you know like and you stand firm on that on that product yeah, people respect them as consumers you know hell yeah and they do respect it you know like they rather they rather you know like pay you you know your worth than going to somebody else and paying them less for some shit that's just like straight trash you and know i think too like being that you're your own proprietor you know you run your own thing you're an independent business uh at least me as a consumer and i think a lot of people have like maybe not more respect isn't the word but like if it was a big business or even if it's just a one-off restaurant that's super big and there's a lot of moving parts and a lot of people making it happen you know your willingness to support isn't there as much when you see a dude or maybe one other guy out there hustling hard and, and being successful and killing it, you kind of feel like, yeah, fuck, I like supporting them, you know? Yeah, because they feel like they're a part of it, you know, like they're helping they you. Like, yeah, exa exactly, investing in it and making it bigger than what it is. You know, and when and I see people walk around with with the merchandise, like on day two, yeah. I'll come out and they walk down the street and they have a sense of pride. And I'm like, damn, that, that humbles me. It's like, damn, this person's coming by and, you might see them like with a little smirk, like yo, they appreciated it. You know, they're wearing it with respect. Yeah, you know, they might. Fucking hats are fire. You know, like I, I appreciate it, man. And it's quality. You know, and I just feel like my whole thought process is it comes from a lot of bitterness towards the industry, but it was like, yo, get your own brand, have your own shit, push it. You know, like when I was working as a production assistant, I was making one hundred and forty-seven dollars a day, and that was enough to sustain sustain a living. So I was like, fuck it. You know, like. If I can create a brand and make at least that, then every single anything on top of that would be just be the icing on the yeah, cake. Yeah. So it's, you know, obviously, you know, I'm more ambitious than just making 147 a day. But I, you know, I had to respect that. Okay, that's enough. You know, like that's enough to just buy my happiness. You know, like and so that's what you know the burger stand became was like. All right, get out here. Hustle, make a quota, you know, like treat the people good, you know, opposite of how I was treated on film sets in, in that whole world, you know, like, yeah. and then you see it, you see these people like smiling, enjoying themselves, rocking the merchandise with, you know, with swag, you know, like, yeah. like, yo, this is dope, you know, like, yeah. and you talk about the girls, like, they show mad love, and it's like, I'm so happy because it's like, yo, I'm first of all married, but like, <laughs> but girls help push, they, they push, you know, they push the brand and then they, yeah. and most of like a lot of people that buy the merch are from out of town. So they go back yeah, to visit yeah. home and they, Going they, back they to Ohio or Florida, you know, or like, what, what are you wearing? A fry burger, you know, like, and then I had a cool story. There's this guy from Arizona. He bought a hat and his sister who lives in, in LA took his hat from him. And so when he went back to like, she jacked it. So when he went back to uh, to Arizona, he was like, yo, take a picture of the hat. You know, like, we got to figure out where this guy's at. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, you say, hunting me down on Instagram. And he comes up, rolls up on his, on his bike, him and his brother. Yo, you fry burger, you Martin? Bruh, it's like, we got to film that. And I was like, I was like, yeah, like, are we good? And he was like, yeah, man, we hunted you down. I'm like, <laughs> like we good? He was like, yeah, Choice man. Word. He was like, two, you know, two doubles with bacon. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool, man. <laughs> like, you know. You about to have to throw some burger grease in his face. But no, it's like it's all love and it's all family. And it's like, man, like that is that's what lacks from certain industries, you know, where it's like that appreciation, you know, like. Yeah. And so 
Where can cats get the merch if if they don't come like buy it from you directly when they're at like when you're assuming? Right. So in this moment right now, everything is like you know hands on. You oh, so you better you, come to Fryburger. You gotta come dude. to Fryburger. You know, Fo- like, go on and follow his Instagram. Shout out to your Instagram so they know where you're at all the time. Just at Fry A Burger. That yeah. easy. Fry Spelt A Burger. normally Fry A Burger. Exactly. And so and like you know I, you know. If you, it's suggested I put it online, but I'm like, no, it's all personal. You know, it's okay, like so you per- you're doing this like intentionally, intentionally, yeah. like you know, come visit, and it's just like I'm, you know, it's not really about the money. You know, like yeah, I can make an extra, you know, a couple bucks putting it online, and then oh, that, you got the jacket on too. You know, fine. like yeah, it's so like, but it's not about the money. It's like yo, it's about yo, come visit, yeah. come check me out, you come, want come hang come out. To see you know, you like feel the vibe, and then you'll see food. what it is. You'll see a couple people hanging around, you know, rocking the hat, and it's like. You know, like, because they came to visit, and they came to either support or buy a burger or just visit and mm-hmm. chat. And then you see the energy, and it's like, oh, wait, this is a whole different thing than just purchasing a burger. It's like, yeah. it's really just, like, there's a vibe out here. Yeah. There's, like, a moment of, like, like therapy. It's like, yo, there's something out here that is irreplaceable. Man, so If you could slang beers legally, too, without having to get obtain a liquor license, people would sit around drinking beers, eating burgers. I don't right. even drink beer with burgers. <laughs> I even drink, like, alcohol or wine with it, but I just, you know... <coughs> That's probably impossible. I mean, I gotta imagine getting a, like a license or a permit. I don't know what you. I know it's state to state and probably even city to city. Within the states, it's different regulations. Um, is it like was it? Is it hard to get a fucking? Permit uh, I don't know. I haven't like. You I know, mean, can you just set up shop? No, you can't just be setting up shop anywhere. Right? You can't technically set up shop, but you know, like we work around things. You know how we do. So, oh yeah, no doubt. Okay, you know, fault. like, right. and then so you know, like. <laughs> You should but, just give me an eye look or something. Nah, shit we got to keep it real, man. This is just a conversation. Sometimes you got to just work around shit yeah. until... Because I know in Boston, it's very rigid about who gets a license and, and, and you pay, obviously, and where you can go on right. what days, you know? That's why you see some... Even food trucks are in a certain place on the weekdays and they're not allowed on the weekdays. Well, weekend. see, that's, that's Boston, man. And yeah. I want to I come full circle to uh, this whole... I heard another podcast where you're talking about, you know, we don't fight out here in L.A., man. <laughs> oh, no. So people in so L.A. Listen, like, so listen, so we fight. fight, we fight so that we can come out here and cook freely on these <laughs> goddamn streets and not be <laughs> fucked with, man. <laughs> I mean, I see. That's one thing I wouldn't worry about if I was like doing what you do. You know, you're not like I said in the back of a restaurant with brick walls hiding. You, you know, you're accessible. Yeah. L.A., you know, be having some crazy. Yeah. Creepy crawlies on the street. Some interactions with the people that walk on the streets in LA of all kinds can be really interesting. And I mean by interesting is crazy as fuck sometimes. Crazy as fuck. You ever have any wild ass encounters? A motherfucker yeah. trying to snatch up one of those Martin's potato buns. Best. Yeah, dude, those are gold. You can't just let Every anybody look, steal those. That's part of the. the that's part of the vibe, man. That's part of the, like when you it's used the to. Excitement, you mean? It's excitement, like when you used to watch those rush. old school NWA videos yeah. and shit. Like, yeah, that's like. Some of it is Disneyland and some of it's real. So I say that like the images you see, it's like LA, we're out here, you know, the things you talk about, you know, the homeless or just random crazies or people yeah. trying to rob you, you should have something on you, you know, yeah, like yeah. And if you come visit, it's like I got, there's always a security, you know, uh, truck parked out front. So it's like there's always somebody hanging around with some type of protection. Yeah. And uh, yeah, even if you need like a, a non-lethal, uh, you know, non-lethal defense weapon, you know, like, yeah. shout out to Berna, you know, I don't know if you've seen those ads around the city. Nah. Like the kinetic uh, 
kinetic guns. They just like oh yeah, it's like a taser joint. Yeah, not taser, but they shoot out little like basically solid like paintballs. Oh, they're, they're harder than a yeah. paintball. Ah, yeah, yeah, they're like yeah, so those shoot, little cartridges. Like, yeah, they shoot them. They shoot people. They shoot at people who <laughs> are like riots with them shits. Like yeah, yeah, those things hurt. <laughs> fuck yeah, they hurt. So like you should have something on you. You know, yeah, I'm not I mean, so, just because like you know people are serving food. Especially like they you know the taco trucks that open at two in the morning and stuff. And you know, you, you if you see there's maybe thirty people in line, so you gotta imagine that there's been lots of people, lots of cash going in there. So yeah. you know, or just somebody walking by real quick, grab like you know, the, not even the taco trucks like those. It's like a table. You know, somebody could run by and just snatch all the fucking avocado crema, dude, and they're out. Oh, yeah, and know? that's yeah, that's the reality. And that's and we're out there. We're out there yeah, in the yeah. midst of that. Get so your hand like, burned by the burger grill thing. What are the things that you smash the burgers down with? Hey, I want to buy those. What are those called, though? <laughs> a, I don't even know. A smasher. Just a fucking those, metal look, smasher. If you were like a superhero, if you got bit by like a radioactive cheeseburger and you turned into like a superhero, <laughs> your like hands would have those smashers on them, but they would be like light up and burn. No, yeah. I like, my boy laughs at me because like sometimes like people will come by and they're intrigued and my homie's sitting off in the cut. He knows me as like, you know, I write comedy and shit. So I'll just I'll slam the uh, spatula a little harder and pretend like I'm doing some hibachi shit out there. And so I, I'll see him look up and I'll just smile. We, we bust up laughing. But like, it's just part of the show, man. Yeah. The, the doper the smasher, the, yeah. the better you look. You yeah, know, like, you know, like, but yeah, everybody should have a smasher. I it's need just, some of those because I have like legit. a fucking skillet on my stovetop. Big flat one. So I could, I, I want, I would love you to come over. Let's do a little like tutorial. Nah. And I have a little smash burger party so you can get my feet wet. Because I've been wanting to make them. When I watch you make them, they look so much fun to make. Nah, yeah, I come through. Uh, you got, you do, you do got. They gave you the dope, stove the dope touch. stove. They yeah. you got some player shit. Yeah. No, nah, it's. Let me tell you guys out there, like, I'm gonna keep it real with with Jake. It's YouTube University, man. Anybody could check oh, hell in. Yeah. Anybody could check in, man. And so that's what I'm saying. Like, if you have something you do, it's got to be personal to you. So I can hear you. You know, you cook. So you're already you're already on top of your game. I do like watch YouTube for recipes. I, I like learn to take apart a rabbit once for cooking it. So I watched how to dismember it and shit. You right. Know? So YouTube University, man. Like. I graduated a handful of times from different. <laughs> got a master's. <laughs> got a master's and all kind PhD. of shit, you know, like, but like, no, no bullshit, man. Like, there's a 13 year old kid out there in the world who will teach you some crazy shit, you know, like, man, like, who's a master at his craft, you know, so, you know, like, that's the fun of it. But yeah, bro, like, Smasher is like my fucking my Thor. Yeah, uh, dude, that's hammer. Your, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you like Wolverine with them shits, right? So there's um, there's this law. I don't know if it's passed or it's potentially on the books to be passed in Los Angeles uh, and maybe even other parts of the state that's like they're trying to push the city to become, you know, more eco-friendly and not relying on carbon, which means not only restaurants, but I even believe homes going forward, they're trying to ban gas grills, gas stoves, gas cooking. And the, a lot of the articles you read, uh, what's really the concern in the culinary realm is like Korean barbecue restaurants or, or some, any like you know, hot pots or anything that is cooked like that um, would be eradicated and no construction of new ones would be allowed. And that would like decimate certain culinary cuis like cuisines in LA and the restaurants seen around them. But I would imagine it would have to affect people who have like food trucks and pop-up stands and stuff like that you do. Is that, a, does that weigh on you at all? Is that even a potential problem? Uh, <clears throat> I guess it's not a problem now, so I'm not thinking about it. Okay, shit, um, my bad. <laughs> no, but no, like, just that's just like, and that's how I feel like in business you should operate in the sense of like, 
there's so many things like I, I can I could lose like my bread vendor you know tomorrow and it's like okay well does my business shut down you know so I understand what they're trying to do what I think they're trying to do is affect like the street vendors because that's the really the people who can't really fight those wars um but there's like no unions there's no something. unions but like honestly i'm building a brand so it's like shit i'm if i gotta sell juices i'm gonna be out there selling juices until we figure out how to do electric grills you know so it's like and those I mean, things those don't exist or nothing? they should exist I, and i just i think the instinct is to go get propane you know like yeah they should exist but then you gotta you gotta understand like how you're gonna power that you know, i mean like, you go to a korean barbecue restaurant and like you know, part of the fun, and people always make fun, is like, why do I want to pay to cook my own food? And like, right. it's 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 kind of like, I like ripping like the crab and lobster out of the shells. Hell I yeah. like eating meat off the bone. I like that shit, you know? And people like to go to Korean barbecue because they like to cook it themselves or cook it in front of them. And there's the Japanese barbecue spots and hot pot, shabu shabus. And can you do that with a fucking gas one? I mean, an electric one, I guess. You just wouldn't see any flame. You wouldn't get the smoke. I'm going to tell you like this. That shit, we just put it in on a plat. I'm going to tell, tell you like this. It's like hip-hop. I'm going to break it down to you. The youngsters are still going to go get, you know, that electric grill shit, and all the old heads will just fall off and just not eat it anymore. Oh, you know? shit. You know, like, that's, that's, that's it's, it's that simple. So it's like whatever, whatever they need to do, yeah, it's gonna affect them, but they'll just switch up, go electric, and then they'll lose some clients for a month or two. That's and then wild law. When I'm thinking about, it, I'm like, yo, like then the grill industry is affected, right? Propane gas. Like, I mean, I wonder it's, if other states are doing the same thing. I don't know. I, I, I have, wonder if it makes a difference if they do. Will it help? I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Don't I'm, listen to quote me for scientific facts. Right. I'm. 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 Word. I just feel like I'm ready to roll with the punches. It's just yeah, like that's it's, probably a really good attitude. You know, to like. Have. And that, that's like got to be. Lee right now. You're being like water, bro. <laughs> so you got to do it. You got to do it because it's like, all right, how many obstacles, you know, do we go through? If we're, like everything, Touché. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what happens if they shut down, you know, you, how you stream? Like, you got to get out there. And you, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, like, you're right. You're right. You got to always be prepared because things do change. I mean, like, hell yeah. you know, like the, the, the medians and platforms, like when music was going through changes a few years back, more than a few years back, but with like streaming platforms and, or even before that when CDs were stopped becoming a thing and like you had to readapt and like you're not making off sales so you got to make enough merchants playing live shows oh, or yeah. so now you got to be making a better live performance or you always got to find ways to adapt. I mean, selling books in 2022, pretty rough. Not like pitching drugs. So, I mean, you know, I got to find ways to make people want to read and so podcast helps, radio Radio show helps being funny and silly and stupid or crazy memes. Podcast helps. I mean, I don't know if this is like advice or if this is more so my theory. No, uh, but this is like my theory on selling product is like there's an idea that everything has to be digital, right? We go online, we sell our products online and do digital stuff, but it has to be a storefront. So it's like with your book, it's damn near you got to be on the street corner like buy my book, buy my yeah. book, buy my book. And do that shit for eight hours out the day until you make, you know, like $100 selling books. And then what happens is now people start buying your shit online, you know, like because the online sales will trump, you know, like your location sales. However, you got to have a location yeah. and be pumping that shit. Well, I mean, that's why that shit's in bookstores and shit like yeah. that. Yeah, it's in bookstores, but then how many people are walking in? That's a book? the thing is like most of my sales come online, which I think like it's just people are like they, they'll go. To, there's some things people still go to. They right. still like to go to eat. They like to go to sporting events and music and shit. But even like, you know, like 
man, if you've gone like shopping for gear in the last like year or two, right? I went shopping like like had to go to some <laughs> weddings, and me and my girl went to like some like high end shopping area. All this, dude, half the shits were empty. Like, there was <laughs> nobody in there. I mean, half the racks. It was wild. I was like, God damn. It, it was sad because I, you know. And then, well, see, that's why I, I make my own shit because. You're buying what they want to. You're buying what people want to see you dressed in for their like yeah. fucking season, and then like you say, half the shit is already bought by someone else. You can yeah. assume that half of LA is wearing exactly what you're about to purchase. Yeah. You know, like and then you start looking goofy. You know, yeah. like I like shopping outside of wherever I live, like other yeah. states and cities, because then you come back. I used to love going to New York or LA, and then going back to Boston with shit that nobody had. Hell yeah, that's what we used to do as kids. We'd go out there with no money, like a thousand dollars. We already. Half of that was spent, no, no, like six hundred, right? And it's because it was we had to get out there, so we all stay in one room, go to Philly, yeah, you know, like buy like uh, pinwheels and shit. Like uh, I'm yeah. really aging myself, but like buy <laughs> pinwheels and like throwback jerseys and have enough money to eat for like two days. Philly, you could eat cheap too, especially back then. Fuck yeah, the heavy ass sandwiches. Hell yeah. You know what I want to do with you, dude? I because I love Smash Burgers. I'd love for you and me to go on like a little Smashburger tour, Hell and yeah. then you can kind of like give me your honest rating of all these, and I'll give you mine. I mean, obviously we know Fry Burger is fucking the shit, yeah, look. and but you can then tell me like, nah, this place is whack, Jake. Or you know what? On the low, secretly this this guy's like my favorite Smashburger. No, I'm not a hater, bro. Like I love burgers in in general. Um, I don't want to sound like a burger fucking fiend, but like. <laughs> Nah. Are you still into like the big old bistro burger? I do. I don't want like a giant steak on my burger. That's nah. huge. I don't need to get like yeah. No, nah, there's. I like. I just simple. Simple yeah. is easy for me. You know, like fun's easy for me. Ambiance is easy. Like I look at it like this. Burgers are something I think is instinctual in L.A. Sadly, you know, it's a food thing. Great. It's like you, my mom used to make it when we were hungry. You know, like my friends go my friend's house. The pops are making burgers in the backyard. So everybody knows how to, there's a good burger every on every corner, right? Yeah. So we can go enjoy a burger, but it's like like you said, are you enjoying yourself at that spot? You know, like you know, do they have music playing while, like while they're making their is burgers? You know, like born, yeah. you know, stiff and born. And then is the is the food quality? You know, like there's some, there's a handful of dope spots you can go to, and I'm still the guy like. I cook all day, and then you'll see me in the fucking in and out line like late yeah. at night. You know, so. I'm one of those like I'm I'm a Cali dude. I still rep In and Out. Yeah, you know? In and Out's good and like it got cool. It kind of got cool <laughs> in the last couple years. People be like In and Out's fucking whack. I'm like, it's not whack, dude. It might not be. It's, so it's cool for people to say In and Out's whack, right? That's a yeah, fucking thing. I hate thing. that, dude. That's stupid. In and Out's right. still good to me, dude. All right, so. and, and first off, compared to a lot of like burger chains, if we're talking about burger chains, we're not talking about something like Martin's, like like a, like a, you know independent mom and pop stuff. We're talking about chains. In and out's the best. I mean, Shake Shack's guy, I guess, a chain, and that's good burgers too. But like, right. you know, people are like, In and Out's, what a burger's way better. In and Out's way rate Five Guys. And Five Guys, I feel like I'm giving stomach cancer right on the spot. That's I wild. don't know why, but I can't fuck with their burgers no more. It feels like I'm, and like, why are you giving me so many fries? What's wrong with your potatoes? You're giving me that many fries. I don't trust anyone giving me that many fries. Right. And I like fries. But. No, I was. I was I uh no nah, yeah you just did you did some burger spots you know I'm with it I got songs <laughs> did some burger spots no oh yes <laughs> but no um Five Guys for sure used to be the shit but I think it was just a new thing in L A and it was like okay we can run with this for a bit the fries thing is like I'm from L A and that used to be a staple you go to a hood burger spot and they, they give you a bag because I mean I was getting these on the East Coast they're just you dumping know, fries hell yeah so it 
so Ooh, I'm actually I actually enjoy it because it, it reminds me of being a kid like okay, yo so it's nostalgia you know it's like yo I get a whole bag of fries but back in the day you had like a dollar fifty and you get a whole bag of That's fucking fries. fries are you uh, do you fuck with steak fries because I fucking just give well, me a big potato if you're giving me steak fries They're steak so fries are the big, are the big joints right yeah I don't like the big ones no I'm like I'm the I skinny like french fries I like skinny yeah jeans. french fries like yeah. I like my shit extra crispy you know Gotta like be. I'm a chili cheese fry guy like. I'll take you some hood spots to get some fucking... Yo, LA loves the fries with like mad shit on it. Carne yeah. inside of fries, fucking chili, chili cheese, cheese fries. garlic shrimp fries. Yeah, I don't know if everybody... It's like rice. You guys are treating French fries like fucking rice. Yeah, basically. man, because it used to be like... It started with the chili... Look, look, I'm telling you something. Oh, That's an LA shit. LA history. Chili, chili cheese fries, man, like... It, it went with like it went with the the Dickies and the Chucks and the fucking all the gear and shit. You listen to the NWA eating either eating cereal or fucking chili cheese fries. You know, cereal is pretty good. I can't. Yeah, some, some gangster shit. You know, midday. You yes, know, love like cereal, and we love yeah, fucking on the porch eating cereal or in a car driving down the street eating chili cheese fries. Because you can't eat cereal in a car. Not nah, actually, not nah, some risky. There's some some players out in LA probably get it oh, get it done. Crazy. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> On the freeway going 70 <laughs> fucking cereal. No potholes. You hit a pile of cereal, it's a wrap. <laughs> oh, man. We're going to do a burger tour, bro. I'm down. And that way, off air, you can tell me who, who you fuck with and who you don't. You know what a big signal for me? Before I even had your burger the first time a while back, when I saw that the buns were Martin's potato buns, no relation to Martin Usher, uh... I was like, oh, this guy's is gonna definitely be good because I really truly believe those buns are a big component of a delicious burger. No, like, okay, <clears throat> so I sound like a fat burger boy, dude. Like a greasy little ball of shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, man. But, <laughs> so just no, about I just like these the buns are fire. Like, it just, I don't know. Like, I start seeing. I, I saw a common thread between like successful burger spots they were using Martins, and I was. Like I gotta figure this out. So yeah, that analytical eye of yours is really fucking. And then it's, it's fun to me. It's fun to me because it's like it felt like I'll tell you some shit. It felt like being like Frank Lucas because then I was like, how, <laughs> how the fuck do I get these you buns out here? Yeah, Vietnam got the dope. Because it, it was like y'all was calling every like because you're ignorant to it at first. You're like calling Ralphs, Vons, like, yeah, like and then they're like, no, nah, you're not selling that shit here. You know, like you know that's that's some good shit. Yeah, so don't I'm give like, away your secrets on the uh, interwebs right you now. You know, so you know I'm not giving away all the secrets. I'm just saying. Like for your for whatever you want to get done in life, you might have to do some Frank Lucas like yeah, detective work. You gotta go to the source, dude. You gotta go to the Cut source. Cut out the, all the middlemen and, and all that shit. And it's just like, and I have so much, and it's not even Martin's. Like, yo, shout out anybody want to use the buns, use them. But I see other homies like, okay, they they have a baker who does theirs. You know, like, like that's are they doing like potato buns. They're not doing potato like buns, but I'm saying, but like, you know, it's mad respect for like, yo, these guys have a baker or this particular burger spot. You know, like they use brioche but like i shop for food and i was like I, like I can't find those particular buns so it's so, so i've so. never seen them in the store i know i know i place to get them yeah somebody enlighten me but <laughs> it's not like you you gotta buy a little bit more than you you gotta be having a party no yeah you or gotta, opening a restaurant or something like yeah but not like 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 having intriguing stuff like uh, one person walk by and be like you just selling burgers i'm good man another person walks by and be like y'all reminds me of you know being in virginia or something you know like and so it's just something that has a flair to it, you know, like that adds something to your business that it's just like, okay, I get it, you know, like, so, yeah. What's one thing that doesn't belong on a fucking burger? If you see it on the burger, you're like, yo, fucking suck my dick. I'm not eating <laughs> in the restaurant. 
I okay, not on a burger. Let's just, let's, let's just let's just ah jalapenos, man. I'm just like I'm not a jalapeno Fuck. dude. You heard that jalapenos? Fuck off. This this beef with jalapenos starts from pizza. You don't like him on the pizza either. Fuck no. I don't man. like a lot of shit on my pizza. Barbecue chicken, get that off my fucking, fucking pizza. pizza. I don't need mac and cheese on the pizza. Get it off it's the pizza. pizza. It's so got cheese. The issue is that the, the jalapeno secretes juice, and that shit gets into the cheese. Oh, and so just scientific. like... So exactly, and I fucking hate that flavor in the cheese mm. when I'm eating pizza or when I'm biting into a burger. So it's just like... That's my personal thing. Is like, yo, jalapenos just that shit does not belong on a burger. You know, like straight up. Like I've seen, excuse my, uh, if I'm saying it wrong, but like birria, that's oh birria, yeah, yeah, birria is fire. Yeah, it's delicious. Somebody, somebody gets down on that shit. Oh, put it on, it on a burger. You put it on a burger, you'll be filled. Did you guys ever do that? I've done it for a catering event. Did it for a catering event, and yeah, that shit went over well. You know what? Like, like traditional birria is made with goat, like a chivo, yeah. which I I grew up in the West Indies. I love. Eating goat and shit. I think most of the places in in America they use beef because it's probably more accessible and also it's not scaring motherfuckers not, away. But yeah, you just do it. You just do it, and people like who know their shit just be like, "Yo, that, I need that." You know, like I did. I did mine with short rib and a fucking goat. You know, like and the short ribs. Nice. That's what your 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 patty is short rib, right? No, the patty's just ground chuck. Ground chuck. Okay. You know, so like, but uh. If you, yeah, Bidia, I did it with, with goat and then fucking that short rib. Fire. And so fire. it's like, and honestly. Short is perfect for it, though, the texture. Yeah, you just need, you need a fattier meat and, and stick to the closest to like a traditional recipe if you can. You know, like some people like, yeah, I'm going to add a little extra shit. And it's like, nah, just stick to the. Yeah, dude, not everything needs to get fusioned, man, nah. and like spiced up. I, I would find like if you have quality ingredients, simpler is more simple is better usually. Right. I thought this lady told me. On a cooking show, I learned a lot of shit on cooking shows because I was like just so intrigued. It wasn't her; it was either the the host, it was one of the hosts. But like basically, they had a rule of six: don't put more than six ingredients. Ooh, I like that, in your dude. Shit, you know? Rule of like, six. And even with that, like you can work down from there, but don't go over that. You know, yeah. what I'm saying? so it's like you can you can survive. You know, and then like. It's just season heavy, you know. Yeah. Like I apply that to salads. I don't think you should put too many things in salads. You fucking. That's why people don't like them. They, need, they don't know how to make dressings. Yeah, I'm straight Caesar salad, blue cheese. I make dressing. a mean Caesar salad from scratch, dude. My Come dressing from scratch. Yo, bro, we're gonna do the feasty McFeast. Bro. We're gonna right? hang out. We're gonna cook. We're gonna go eating shit. I like just getting blazed out and eating. Bro. Right, Caesar salad, kid. That's what oh, you man. look. Started start your own restaurant, man. The Caesar, the Caesar salad kid out of right, Boston. Hey, listen, hey, do you need a sous chef or a dishwasher? <laughs> man, it's always I'm always ready to fire somebody. That's Yo, fucking. Let up. me know, dude. I got a little experience. I'm humble. If I could just blast some classic rock in the kitchen, like cause that's what those guys used to listen to. I'm down. Look, cigarette people, breaks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> cigarette breaks. I won't cough on the food.